I walked a mile with pleasure. She chatted all the way, but left me none the wiser for all she had to say. I walked a mile with sorrow, and ne'er a word she said, but oh, the things I learned from her when sorrow walked with me. This Robert Browning poem came to me today as we near the end of our time together. I must leave you because from here on it is his hand you need to hold, not mine. My work was to introduce you to the Holy Spirit, get you engaging with him and then be ready to be dismissed when the job was done. When the friend of the bridegroom hears the bridegroom's voice, you see, it's time to hand over the bride. John three twenty nine. I could teach you many more things about the school of the Spirit, but I sense him saying you need to walk with him now. You need to learn what it's like to walk with him alone. You don't want other people's experiences. You want to be able to write your own book about your love journey and in its highs and lows. Jesus said he would send another comforter, someone who was just like him. Interesting word, another. Another just like me, he was saying in John fourteen sixteen, And when he comes, he will lead you into all truth and bring to your recollection everything I've said. Couldn't wish for more, could we? Someone who is Jesus living inside us. Now your part is to walk with him on your own. Three's a crowd, they say. Our problem remains though, it's the same one Israel had when they refused Jehovah. We want a man, someone with skin on, to rule over us. Why? So we can argue, that's why. If you don't believe me, have a word with Mo when you get there. The people fought him every step of the way. But you can't argue with God and win. That's your problem now. He's moved in. Closer. He's after intimacy. Union, in fact. No longer someone with skin on. He's here in person. If you fool yourself like Israel did and ask for a man to rule over you, you could end up with a soul just as they did. The Lord said of them when he sent Samuel to them, they have not rejected you, they've rejected me. 1 Samuel 10, 18 and 19. What an indictment. God's chosen people reject him. When push comes to shove, rejection is his portion. Does he retaliate? I think not. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Your turned back and stiffened neck, your desire to have maturity and have it now, please, never elicit anything but love and forgiveness from him. He knows what rebels we all are, and he loves us without condition but he won't leave us there. The least we can do is recognise our own willful nature, our desire to be our own king, and repent, have another thought, turn, return to the lover of our souls. In order to be healed, we must first accept we have a terminal condition, the leprosy of sin, self-government, it clings to us, but there's a cure, 1 John 1 9. He is faithful. He doesn't repay us according to our sin, but according to his righteousness, Psalm 103, 10-14 tells us. Whew, that's a relief right there. 